This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker here with a very exciting announcement. Your favorite wrestling podcast feed, The Ringer Wrestling Show, is now going daily. And you can hang out with me and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays for The Masked Man Show. And you can join me, Peter Rosenberg, alongside stack guy Greg and Dip every Tuesday with Cheap Heat. And on Fridays, I'll welcome a friend or special guest from the world of wrestling. And on Wednesdays, we have a very special new show called Wednesday Worldwide that you're going to want to check out. Pay-per-view reaction, one-of-a-kind interviews, fantasy booking, talking about bagels. That's what we do here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. Follow the show now on Spotify and do us a favor. Give us five stars. And do us another favor and uh, stay mage. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Off Guard. I'm your host, Pasha. Full disclosure, me and Austin actually recorded before the James Harden trade, and right before we posted the pod, the trade went down, middle of the night. Austin, you were sound asleep, I'm sure. Yeah, I was definitely I was knocked out. I yeah. woke up to this, this news this morning, my phone blowing up. Yeah, we couldn't drop the pod without talking about it. Yeah, so we decided to uh, add this in, man, as we should. Uh, initial thoughts. First reaction? Hey, man, uh, Terrence Mann is untouchable. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't let go of Terrence Mann. There it is. Uh, okay, let's go, let's go on the Philly side first. Um, I love the trade for Philly. I think the initial thought of a lot of people is that they got fleeced. That's all I saw in the comments. I hate everyone saying, like, naming the players they got and not understanding that these guys are going to be off the books next yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's not about the players that, that uh, yeah. Philly acquired. They're not keeping Marquise Morris, bro. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants that. Like he, he, he they got players that they're gonna essentially get off of. Um, well, like you said, Tobias Harris's contract also as well, getting off the books. They're gonna have tons of cap space. This is huge for Maxi getting to grow and continue mm-hmm. to play at the level that he's playing at. You know, we alluded obviously in the pot already um, that he was Player of the Week last week, his first week. Um, and this is a talented young player that when he's played without James, he's really flourished. And with, mm-hmm. with James, he's just kind of taken a back seat, which I think has hindered his growth. And now he gets to go out there and, and really be the man as the guard and get the team up with Joel. In terms of Philly's realistic goals of like doing anything special in terms of winning this year, that's not even in the cards anymore, obviously. Right. Um, it, I, and it wasn't in the cards with James either. And that's probably what they thought about. Yeah, and they're just like, you know what, with James, we're not going to win. Yeah. Um, well, I think what they realized also is when they played without James this year, they were 2-1. and one. They lost a really tight game against Milwaukee. They could have won that easily and been 3-0. and um, They're 2-1. and one. They probably like what they saw, and they probably don't think they would be that much better, if not maybe a little, I'm not going to say worse with James, but it would have been different. Well, there, there, there is a, you know, there's no, I don't even know how to say it. There's no price to having 
uh, a good work environment sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and that relationship... You can't put a price on it. Yeah, you can't put a price yeah. on it is the correct way of saying it. And, uh, you know, that relationship got toxic between Daryl and James. Uh, and just the environment of the team, you can see it was just uncomfortable. Now, you know, instead of going in the training camp or going into practice, focusing on the next game, the next win, they're asking Tobias, how was James? Or how was this? And Tobias is like, you look good today. Like, like yeah. that that type of energy is just, like you said, it's it's Kansas, it's toxic. Uh, and then on James' side, he didn't want to be there. He felt betrayed. He wanted to go to a team. Um, Does it bother you that this he once again is asked out and gets the, gets the trade he wants? Last time he wanted to go to Philly, he got to Philly. He wanted to only go to the Clippers. He gets to the Clippers. Does it bother you that... He's getting his way, or is that just kind of the way the NBA is now? Uh, I mean, it is, it isn't. You know, Dame asked for the heat trade. It didn't go through. Obviously, James is, you know, he wanted to go to Brooklyn. He got to Brooklyn. He wanted to go to, you know, Philly. He got to Philly, and, you know, now he wanted to go to um, – he wanted out of Houston, obviously, and um, now he wants to uh, go to L.A., and he got to L.A. He's back home uh, where he's from or has roots, um, you know, to continue before you even tap in really to the to the Clipper side, I do like this for Philly overall. They get picks. They're they're going to be in a rebuild soon, anyways, guys. You know what I mean? Like Embiid's not it, like it could a, be a quick rebuild. It could be. Okay, you're, talk, you're talking. I hear what you're saying. You're saying after Embiid's prime. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying short term. Short term. This summer they could get. You know, OG. They could get someone like that. To no, come they, in. they can go get talent. They're gonna yeah. have tons of cap space. Right. They have picks with it, and you have Maxi and Embiid. Yeah. Like, and then they have like like nice like young talented players like you know Reed, Paul Reed, and and uh, Springer, and, and if if Joel's an MVP level again this year, like we all so far he has been, and Maxi's an All Star, and this summer you can add, you know, you, who's gonna be available? You know, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, someone on the Bulls, um, OG, someone like that. You bring a third player in to two All Stars already. They're probably thinking this is a formula for no exactly, yeah. and, that, and and it's a like like we just said, it's a non toxic work environment. Yeah, you got your MVP, you got a young talented star in Maxi, you have some young talented uh, assets that you didn't have to give up. You're taking on a lot of expiring contracts and guys that, quite frankly, they probably don't plan to keep. And. Right. You know, they might keep one of them. Maybe they keep, like, I think out of that group, I'd probably keep, like, Batum. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that's low-maintenance, can shoot, knows how to play playoff basketball, can defend a little bit. Um, you know, that's, you know, essentially where their head's at. Because they're like, yo, with James, this isn't going anywhere, considering the relationship that's now here and has taken place. I, I like the trade for Philly. Um, I think a Philly fan sees this and sees we, we lost James. You kind of essentially burned the year. Yeah, we yeah. got you're like, oh, this year you're gonna have to scratch it up, and I know that's frustrating because you know you go into the game, but you gotta understand not everything is always a loss. You know what I mean? This year you might not be winning a championship, but like, is Tyrese is Tyrese Maxey growing a lost season for you guys? No, absolutely not. Are these young players that are gonna get extended minutes now like a loss? No, like it sometimes things just like there is like short term success and like steps to success. So this might be a step. For Philly to just get back in that competitive race again, like they were a couple years ago, so um, especially with the new head coach Nick Nurse, uh, I'm sure he didn't want to be dealing with this stuff anyway. Um, you know, my father had to deal with this stuff all last year. You know, mm -hmm. Doc had to deal with that shit, and you see where that ended him. You know what I mean? That that wasn't um, you know the best environment. So uh, this this I think is good for Philly uh, to be quite quite honest. And low key, I like uh, KJ Martin. That they got. Yeah, KJ's a talented guy. Yeah. Like a really talented guy. Really couldn't find his, his way really in LA. 
they got a lot of they had a lot of older players. And um, speaking of which, let's go right into the Clippers. Short term, this is exciting. It is. It's just another storyline. It is. It, it's yeah. it's another storyline. Yeah. It's gonna bring. It's gonna put people in the seats for Balmer. Um, you have essentially four stars on your team. Four LA guys. And they're all LA, which yeah. is nuts. Um, their whole thing is injury, 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 with the exception of Russ, because he plays just about every game. Um, but they're all four healthy right now. So the question is, first and foremost, how long do these guys stay healthy? And can they, most importantly, be healthy and have some sort of a chemistry going into the playoffs, which is a long time from now? Yeah. Um, secondly, how does this work? On paper, it looks great. Um, how does this work on the court? There's a lot of guys who like the ball in their hands on that team. Norman Powell scores with the ball in his hands. Bones Highland scores with the ball in his hands. James Harden scores with the ball in his hands. And I know everyone's like, well, everybody scores with the ball in their hands. But people who know basketball understand I'm meaning they need the ball in their hands to be productive. Like, right. not like catch and shoot, catch quick drives. These are guys who like to dribble and, you know, make things happen and take time to do that. Mm -hmm. um, Paul George and Kawhi are the same way. They also shoot a lot. All these guys are high-volume scorers. Uh, someone's going to have to take a back seat and really be a distributor. I'm, 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 I feel bad. I don't want to say I feel bad, but I was happy for Russ. It just looked like he was in such a, a good state. Absolutely. And, and performing well and kind of yeah. like getting back to just him being happy and playing. It kind of looked like that DC, that second half of the season, DC, Russ. Yeah. Like people expecting Russ to be OKC, Russ. That's just not even fair. Just due to just father time affects everyone. Yeah. Um, and on OKC, he didn't have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on. Yeah, so like he, his number. Well, he did have Paul George, yeah, for actually a year. <laughs> yeah, for a year, yeah. Yeah, um, But he's uh, he's playing really well right now. That's going to change. You know, I'm not saying he's not going to not play well, but his role essentially will change. He has the ball yeah. in his hands right now. He's going to kind of be the point guard. Like, that's literally what James does. He led the league in assists for a reason. He's the guy setting up people. So I, I've played with both of them at the same time. You know what I mean? Uh, different in versions Houston, of in Houston yeah. in Houston um, for the Rockets we all played to uh, played together um, and you know that situation really didn't work uh, I don't know if it was their two fault we had a weird team you know what I mean we had no it was set, a bubble year it was a bubble year and, and we, we traded Clint Capella for Covington which was a weird deal because we had no center and then like we're playing against the Lakers and like that was a big deal um, you know not we were very undersized you know this team is um yeah, I don't know. It's 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 hard to dissect. They're they're very exciting on paper. They got a lot of firepower. You got to think if they're healthy in the playoffs, and you got all of them out there, they're they're going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah. Um, you well, know, we you saw when Kawhi was healthy against the Suns last year in the first round. He's just he's he's a beast. I mean, yeah. he won Game One. He just looks like a different animal in the playoffs, a la Jimmy Butler. But um, they start PJ. All, PJ probably starts there, doesn't he? I don't see how he. I think I think you start Russ James. PG, um, Kawhi, and Zubek. Uh, so I don't see how. Oh, wait, wait. Russ, Kawhi. James, PG, Kawhi, and Zubek? Holy. No, no, no. That team would get that defensively. That. So who, who's coming off the bench? Russ? One of, did, he might have to. That's my point. Someone's going to be effective. You keep, starting off four of them is insane. Yeah. There's no ball movement. There's no. Who's the guy moving another ball? Who's the guy st staying in the corner for spacing? Who's the guy who's going to cut knowing he's not getting the ball, but because he's cutting? The next guy might be open. Who's the guy who's just going to be running around setting screens other than Zubek? 
The other four have never done it. When was the last time P.J. Tucker came off the bench? I feel like he's been a perennial starter, too. The reason he's a starter now is because he is a specialist in what he does. He's an undersized big. I mean, P.J. in the 90s or, or, or early 2000s doesn't exist. He's playing in Guatemala. In, in today's NBA, him being an undersized guy who, who can really guard fives, he's, he's perfect for today's modern-day yeah. NBA. Um, I don't want to call him a Swiss, Ar- Swiss Army knife because that's not him. But defensively, he can guard – Pretty much the three through the five spot. Um, and you have Terrence Mann, who can also do a little bit of that as well. Yeah, well, I want to get into how deep they are because when you have Bones Highland, Norman Powell, uh, Terrence Mann, one of, you know, Russ or PJ Tucker come off the bench too. You got a lot of good They're guys. a very deep team. Yeah. Uh, they all have a expiring contracts this summer. Right. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, they don't this have summer. any more picks in the rest of the 2020s. They, they have. The rest of the 2020s? Yeah. Yeah, so like this is what I'm saying. First short, round picks. Short, 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 short term success, you know, this is like kind of a must. If there's a definition of a fucking must win team, like going for it all, you know, you got Phoenix kind of who's doing similar. Like this is going for it all. I mean, you have no first round picks the rest of the 2020s. <laughs> yeah. And you have to sit there and watch Shea be an MVP candidate who you let go for, you know, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, for like, a lot. I mean, him and, like, I mean, you like... You gave up a lot for Paul George. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So they already kind of were tapped into that. Now they're even further deeper into that hole in terms of like going all forward, winning right now. This trade shows that. They are a very deep team. They are very talented, but they have four of these stars or three of them are up for a contract this summer. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know what – I guess what you do is you make the trade. You see who plays well, who doesn't, who works, who doesn't. You sign back who you need to. Yeah, I mean, if James doesn't get his big contract, then he's in the same position where he's unhappy, not prompt, you know, he went to that deal with Daryl Morey. Yeah, and now they almost have to sign James back because you just gave away all your picks, and they don't really have to because they gave away expiring contracts of guys they weren't going to bring back anyway. They they were they have been trying to get off Marquise Morris for the past two years. You know what I mean? Some of these guys they've been trying to get off of. Now they were able to trade them expiring contract. Teams will take it. You know, I don't I don't think. Uh, you have to sign James back, but I'd imagine if he does play well, bro. They listen, man. I got to see how this works. I, I've played with both of them at on the same time at the uh, you know both of them on the court at the same time. You know. On a positive note, people mm-hmm. always talk about James flaming out in the playoffs, whether that's fair or not. Usually, he carries such a load, a burden during the season. Maybe this time he doesn't have to. Yeah, just you know the other guys with him. So maybe in the playoffs he'll be a little more fresh. You know, so that's something that you could maybe, you know, we could see that. We could see, uh, I just, I don't, I can't imagine him playing off the ball. So I just, not that he can't shoot and spread the floor. I've just never really seen him do it. You've also alluded to the point of, you know, Kawhi does miss games, PG misses games. You know, James, for what it's worth, we're talking about regular season, he's been fantastic over his whole career. Now you got him and Russ kind of in there anchoring down with all the other guys they have, the Norman Powell's, the Terrence Manns, Bones Highlands. They, they're deep. So yeah. now that injury issue for them isn't as alarming. And that could have been one of the reasons that really like sparked and warranted this trade for them. And Kawhi and Paul George were playing in the preseason this year. So that's, yeah. that's got to be a good sign of their health. Yeah, yeah, that they're trying to get out there and play. Yeah. I think they also are in contract years and yeah. have been out for the past two, three. That might happen. It's crazy how that happens in contract years. They just get healthy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, nah, it's a contract year for those guys. And, you know, they're trying to get out there and, and, and compete and play. And um, 
I think they also probably at the point like, yo, man, we've been here for like three, four years, and like we haven't really, we haven't done anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like their impact there hasn't been felt. And I'll give PG a little bit more credit there because he has played in like postseason runs. That one they had, you know, a couple years ago versus Suns, like he was playing his ass off. He didn't have Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi's got to play. Yeah. And he's got to perform, and he's got to play in the playoffs. Yeah, for them to even be a contender. Yeah, it's like all he about. has to play. That's just like first and foremost, because he is when he is fully healthy, he's the best player in the team. Yeah. Um. So that's got to be first and foremost. Uh. But yeah, they're. I mean, it's just such a strange team put together in terms of just talent. They're all guards. It's a. It's it's like two point guards and a two small forwards. You know what I mean? And yeah. they both were very ball dominant and ball you know, it's just I don't think Jokic woke up this morning, saw the trade, and it moved the needle for him at all. No, he's I just like there's, he just there's like, one oh. ball on the team. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys gonna play together? Who's like I said, who's gonna be the defensive guy? Yeah. Who's gonna go is James gonna go guard somebody? Well, That's not what he does. Yeah. Russ isn't doing that. So now maybe Paul George takes a little maybe a backseat of scoring. He doesn't have to average twenty five. Maybe now he averages 18, 19. Yeah. And he has to go guard someone again. Is he willing to do that? And is a 12, 13, 14? Or maybe year James just goes. I mean, I know we know he led the NBA in assists last year. Maybe he's full facilitator mode. So then, what is Russ? Uh, it's tough. He's not a guy that, bro. When Russ is on the floor, his man is naturally going to be loaded in a help spot because Russ can't shoot. His ability and his strength is all on him driving and being able to create. He has great vision, great pace, great athleticism. Can finish at the basket. Can really make things happen with his explosiveness. Him out there launching threes. Has never been a thing that people are like really worried about. So if I'm guarding Russ and James has the ball, I'm I'm right here in the load. I'm I'm you know throw it. I don't have to beat him out there to the three to close out. I just got to beat him this way to the spot between him and the basket. You know it's just it's just different. Um, I'm not saying it can't work. I'm just saying I I've, I've been a part of that and it and, and it didn't work. Yeah. I will say we did not have Paul George or Kawhi Leonard on that team. So that is a dynamic that has not been seen. Yes, you know, I played with Russ and James, and that team was, you know, was only so good. We didn't have Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard. And those are the two best players still on the team. The two best players that were on the team yesterday for the Clippers are still the two best today. The only difference is they have a lot more firepower. Um, so long-term success as a Clippers fan, there's a little worry there. A lot of worry. Yeah, just to, just in terms of like what direction this is going to. you got a brand-new arena they're going into soon. Like what are we? What what youth do we have? What talent do we have? They don't really have a lot, and they gave away all their picks to get anything. So they're banking on these guys who are 34, 33, 35, injury prone history guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For the for the long term, um, you know, there there's no. I mean, I've never seen a more win now team than this. Yeah. This is a win-now team. It has to be. Otherwise, what the hell do they just do this for? Because they have no more picks, and they have they don't really have any youthful talent other than Bones and Terrence Mann. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't even want to call Terrence Mann, like, how many years has he been in the league? I think he's in his late 20s. Yeah, he's you know he's not like some like young, young player. And he's like yeah. already kind of established who he is as a player. Yeah. He's not like 22 years old anymore in his second year. Like, Terrence has played multiple, multiple, multiple years in the NBA now. He's kind of like starting to... We we know who Terrence is. Yeah, uh, and he's a solid player. I like Terrence. Um, you know, even Bones is a guy who wants a ball in his hands. Like that's just. That's a, I mean, he was he's the only player in the history of the NBA that was unhappy with Jokic. 
<laughs> That's crazy. But he's he's now in a situation where he's been playing pretty solid this year. I saw a game the other day at 17 points off the bench. Right. You know, like you said, a lot of firepower. Yeah, you brought in another ball handler though. It's just it's just we'll see. Uh who won the trade? Philly. Long term Philly, short term Clippers. I mean, that's yeah. the easiest if Philly's way to okay with saying this year might not be our year, even though they have looked great this year. Um, and Maxie's taking that leap. Yeah, it's like it's 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 like Clippers win the trade this year, and then every year after that, I think Philly wins. It's one of those. Yeah, Philly Philly long term win that trade. Uh, right now, though, if you're trying to win a championship, you're Steve Ballmer. Like, yo, I'm trying to win. I want a ring. I want to get a banner up here. You know, I'm tired of Staples Center having all these banners, and everybody talks yeah. about us not having a banner. We got this new arena. Let's go get one, and then we'll figure out the rest of this shit later. Right. You know what I mean? This is guys worth. I mean, there's a lot of franchises that don't go for it, so they, no, that, and they'd probably be happy if their owner was just going for it. Yeah, all the he's time. just going for it all the time. But yeah. this guy's worth like sixty billion. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? If anything, he's gonna make more money this year. That seat's gonna be filled. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say he doesn't give a shit, I'm talking about he doesn't give a shit about you know. We talk about well, obviously he cares about the game. Well, we've all seen that. No, when I say he doesn't give a shit, I mean long term worries. He's like, we'll figure that out. Yeah. If he's a guy who's always going for it, then he's always going to be going for it anyway. Yeah. And by the way, if they have all these expiring contracts, they're going to have cap room this summer. Yeah. P- people want to play in L.A., man. People want to live in L.A. Everyone wants to play and there. People want to play for Bomber. Yeah, and people like to play for Bomber. He's he's he's, he's one of the better owners in sports. Yeah. So you know. Uh, and then you got Ty Lewis, the coach. There's a lot of attractive things. There. They got a brand new practice facility. It's supposed to be insane. Um, they got a brand new arena. It's going to be the nicest in the league. Um, there's a lot going there where they can recruit players. It's not hard to recruit a player to play in LA. So you imagine when you have a spend hungry, win now owner in a market like Los Angeles, you know, again, they might not have a future in terms of youth talent, youthful talent. But if you're a Clippers fan and you're like trying to win now and go for it, I mean, there, there's got to be some excitement there. This guy is putting together a team by any means necessary of as much talent as he can at that guard spot, trying to go get one. So um, this is, I think this is good for the NBA. It's just more exciting. It's another storyline to follow. Yeah, the Clippers have sure. just been kind of like, you know, they've been idle the past couple of years. This kind of gives them a little, you know, new life, new blood. Yeah. It'll be exciting to see. Uh, before we go... <clears throat> During the pod we recorded before, we didn't mention one thing. I just wanted to talk about for give me a quick minute. Both of our picks for MVP this year was Luca, and we didn't mention Luca last episode. He he's, has been playing like the MVP. I'm really happy. I'm really excited about our pick. He's been dominating. Yeah, we we picked Luca for MVP, and, and he's, he's playing like he's it. going bonkers, bro. Uh, he's shooting from three. It's it's the shots he's making are crazy. The one he shot last night over Baines from like yeah. five feet behind the line was just stupid. Yeah, I he's mean, what he's doing is insane. All right, we're now going to go to the rest of the show we recorded earlier. We talked about Cooper Flag committing to Duke, the new play-in tournament, uh, NBA courts. And we talked about the Lakers a little bit, so let's get into that. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. 
You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Uh, all right, so the in-season courts have been revealed today. Right before we went to recording, what were your thoughts? They're they're horrendous. They are so loud and so much and just so holy Roy like, G. Biff. What is the what, what is, is going, going on? on, man? Like, yeah, it's what happened to like just simplicity and just like clean. And you could do a cool logo, maybe something different. If you want to put something on the court in terms of a design. You could do that too. Just have it be a little subtle, like that's the way they have the, the finals trophy on the court. Go, you could do a in season tournament kind of sticker. Yeah, on the court, like yeah. do something like that. Like the finals used to be last year. Remember they had like the trophy on the court. Like right. do like the cool trophy in the middle of the court. Maybe mixed in with the logo, something cool like that. The, what they got going on, bro? It looks like it's like, like Rainbow Road and Mario Kart. It's, it's chaos, it's, 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 man. It's, it's, it's like too much. it's too fucking much, bro. Yeah. And I'm not trying to even sound like one of these like dudes who are like hating. Like uh, that's not even. I, I genuinely just don't like the. Yeah, it's too much. I, I'm not a fan. Did you like any of them? Any of them stand out to you? One of our producers said Mario Kart. It's exactly that's yeah. exactly Rainbow yeah. Road. Yeah, it's just too much going yeah. on. Did you like any of them? Uh, no, they're all loud. I, I'm I'm very like when it comes to a basketball court. I want to see the hardwood. I want to see the lines, clean lines. Like my favorite court for the longest was when Brooklyn Nets first. When they did that gray kind of no hate thing? hate that court the when they first became the Brooklyn Nets they had that dark like patchy uh, like the squares were almost different shades yeah. of wood with just a clean black line clean but it's like the old Magic court they used to have like just like I like the clean that was like my favorite court but like the favorite in terms of like well that's just all color preference but yeah I mean I I I, I like simplicity man. Too many colors, man. It's like it's just it's just a lot to look at. I feel like it's yeah. like All Star Weekend, man. And we got like and they got the jerseys they're gonna wear with the court. It's gonna be too much. It's just like man, like what, what's going on here? Yeah, it looks. I mean, you know what it really does look like? It just like looks like what the NBA is gonna look like in the future. It's just gonna be chaos. No, I think everything goes and then it, everything goes in cycles. So eventually, everything's <laughs> gonna go back to a clean, plain look. Yeah, where are you going? I guess, yeah, I mean, we look at the Magic jerseys now. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Flack committed to Duke. I don't think anyone was really surprised. Yes, sir. What do you, he obviously just he's they're gonna have their number one recruiting class. Hey, were you surprised at all by that? Pick? They're not done yet. We got another guy on the way. Can't get into that. 
Okay, I can't get into the biz. Yeah. But we're working on a couple other guys. Best yeah. believe that. Um, yeah, that was that was fun, man. It's always good. Like, you know, I felt the same way when Tatum went there and uh Zion committed there. Like, as a former number one player, like that, it's kind of cool to see like another guy go there and like yeah. do get another one. Cause it, you know, you can't get him every year. Kentucky will have their time and nowadays with NIL and how but these, NIL is gonna be how these guys the are roof. throwing money. Like yeah. you see these random players going to random teams, man. Like, you know, so it's a little harder now. So it's really cool, especially with the G League too and overseas and all these pass that these top players could have went. Cooper could have done you know a multitude of things. For him to like choose the old fashioned route, like let me just go to college. Yeah. You know, I think that's dope. Even if it's just for one year, man, like Bro, he's a white boy. I can hoop. He's the number one player in America as a white boy, and he's going to Duke. I mean, there's just no better pick. I don't it's a perfect what, I don't care what anybody else says, whatever that sounds. I don't care. Y'all know it. I know it. The Leitner, Reddick feel, but this kid's got a little, like, he's got a little edge to him. And, athletic, you know, he's athletic, and I saw him play a lot this summer on the grassroots level. Like, it's dope that he's going to Duke, and he's going to look good in a Duke uniform. Is it enough to get you to go to a game? I was going to go to a game anyway this year, but I okay. definitely am going now, yes. Yeah. Well, next year, yeah. Yeah, next year. Yeah, next year. I'm going to go this year, though. I'm going I'm to take my kids. You um, like some of the players on their team this year? I like Jared McCain. I Tyrese like Jared. Proctor, beast. Proctor's really, really good, yeah. He could have went first round last year. Yeah. Came back, he'll probably be lotto and has a chance to be even higher, high lotto, if he if he performs well. But from the videos I saw this summer, he he, he looks talented. Yeah. McCain's good, too. Yeah. Uh, UNC has that point guard as well that is extremely talented, the freshman, yeah. uh, the curly hair. Right. I've been watching some, some – what's his name? His last name starts with a C, Kiddo. Yeah, Kiddo, yeah. I've been watching. Uh, he, he looks pretty damn good, too. So it'll be fun to watch yeah, those games. Yeah, and Filipowski's coming back. He's going he's gonna to be one of those. He's Biggs. a dookie, too. Yeah, he's yeah, solid. You yeah. know he's going to be good. Yeah. Um. So last night, we'll get into the positives about the Lakers-Kings game for the Lakers. That was really cool seeing LeBron's 20-year anniversary of his first game against the Kings again, too. Picture of the same dunk, everything like that. I, I mean, he's the GOAT. I, just, I mean, what are we can doing we, here? It's been not, 20 years. The guy's out there dunking. Do- Did you see the game last night? They're terrible without him. Why is he carrying the team? Why is he playing 40 minutes like that? They're just not as they're not as good as people thought they were going to be. I think it takes a little bit of time. It does take time. It does take time. I will give you this. But, like, it's it, it's alarming how rough they look without. Well, no, t- so, like, I, Rui last night. Had 39-year-old on the floor. It's it's a little Rui it's a little last nutty. night had a little hot streak. Christian Wood, but they didn't play a lot of minutes. I think they're still figuring out the rotations. Yeah. I do think. If Christian Wood can tap into um, just being efficient consistently, he could be a big piece for them. Because you, you, we've already seen through these first few games, at moments when he scores and like does stuff, it really helps out AD. Like just giving him a little bit of a, you know, he gets to breathe yeah. and not have to like put this. Because right now the, the media is really heavy on on AD. You know, if he doesn't have thirty every game, they're like, this guy's not you're – LeBron said, you're the best player, so you have to be yeah. it. Like LeBron He's is passing the torch. He won't take the torch. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he doesn't want the torch. He doesn't want it. He doesn't love it. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's a hard thing for LeBron James to be like, AD's going to be our best player this year. AD's like, Jesus, bro. Like, couldn't talk about this? <laughs> um, now they're expecting him to put up, like, superstar MVP-like numbers. Otherwise, he kind of gets killed in the media. So I think Christian Wood can alleviate just some of that stress and pressure on a night-to-night basis if he can uh, – Continue to play well as well as Hachimura, you know, those, all those guys. Right. And you also, you said it last pod, we need to kind of fix our expectations with Austin Reed. It's just, just a little bit. It's, it's, and then obviously he struggled last night. I think people do need to. Bro, he's a young player, yeah, man. We were excited about his emergence last year and now we're expecting him that's, to. That's, 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 listen, he got that for a lot of reasons. He yeah. got that because he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers, the biggest market in basketball. 
He got it also because he is a Caucasian white American male. The theme of the show today. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's just like the fact of the matter. So, and most importantly, he can actually hoop. So the kid, he can ball. And he proved that even on at the, uh, you know, another level at uh, USA Basketball, he, he was amongst multiple talented star level, young star level guards in the NBA. And he got a lot of playing time and played well. So we know the guy can play. And he has all these other factors. Him being a guy that doesn't look like your stereotypical NBA player. Right. You know what I mean? He's a white guy, no tattoos, a little comb, you know, comb loves over. Golf, yeah. Loves golf. Uh, very simple, humble, but confident. Like, plays for the Lakers. I mean, there's just so much there for just in terms of marketing and just like a lot of pressure on this young man's head. And he's handled it very well. But like, the expectations are so high right now. People just need to cool down and like let him grow a little bit, man. Like right. the biggest difference between last year and this year is last year when he played well, it was exciting. Everyone was excited. But if he played bad, no one talked about it. Now, if he plays well, no one talks about it. And if he plays bad, people are yeah. Going, if you play well, you're supposed to. Yeah. We we said you were this. We said you were that. Re- let's remind everybody. What did Austin Reeves sign for this summer? Uh, the fifty-one. Four years, fifty-one. Exactly. So he's a he's a really good player. He didn't sign for 170 million, fam. Right. He didn't sign for 260, bro. You're still getting a good bang for your buck. Yeah, bang for your buck. He outperforms his contract. Yeah. He and maybe not last night, but this season as a whole, Austin Reeves will outperform his contract. No right. doubt about it. Especially throwing money so, around. Yeah, so. just especially some of these guys that are making some of this money. So like there's no way he's people just need to just hold the brakes with him a little bit, man. Yeah. They're treating him like you know, he just signed a $170 million contract and he has to average 20-something points a game. Right. That's and like they, they're like kind of just being a little too much on him right now. I'm not saying he's not that in the future. I'm not saying Austin Reeves can't be those things. I'm trying to – run aside just for people who are confused. His third year in the NBA? Yes, his third year in the NBA. He's playing on a team that's trying to win a championship right now and he lives in Hollywood. Bro, it is a lot going on, man. He's coming off a busy summer, USA basketball, this, this, and that. Like – just let the let the let the young man just kind of play basketball and just get off his back a little bit. Yeah. I, every time I see Austin Reeves, man, he's struggling. Y'all was capping with him. Y'all was saying he's this like just relax, bro. He's a really good player. Let him fall into the season a little bit. I think he'll have a good year. And even when this pod comes out, they play the Orlando Magic tonight, and he might have a great game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He might have twenty seven tonight. Yeah, right. I mean, who knows? Well, they're so. gonna need him because AD and Braun played forty minutes last night. It's gonna be a back to back. He probably will go crazy tonight. This is this is a night where like him and D- D'Lo. Need to have big games, right? Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, I we, me and you, to anybody who's listeners of this this pod, it's no secret. Me and you have always liked Austin Reeves and his game, and are, are big fans and supporters of him. Uh, so hopefully, people just like just kind of fall back a little bit, man. Like it's his third year, let him grow into that guy that we're talking about and that you guys are excited him to be. The expectations are a little high for him right now. Last night, or on this pod today, I was totally prepared to come in here. I wanted to talk about how disappointing the Hawks have been. And then last night, they were up 30 in the fourth quarter against the Bucks in Milwaukee. I don't know what the hell was going on with that, but Dame had a, 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 someone called it the worst game of his career. It's two for 12, six points after an amazing debut. We haven't even talked about the debut yet. Debut was nuts. Yeah, debut was But I, I watched that debut and I, I, I looked at my friend who was over at the house and we were, we were watching this game and I was like, this dude is unbelievable, bro. I mean, just unbelievable. One of the best closers, bro. You know, six points is crazy. Yeah, I, I don't. When's the last time he's even had under ten? That's right. Yeah, it's it's just a, not a very uncharacteristic game for him. And against the Hawks, who have been struggling too. I mean, 
Trey Young has been struggling this year. I like their the backup big, and Jalen Johnson's been hooping. He's by the way, welcome to the starting lineup. They did they throw him in there? They beat the Bucks. He's gonna be the starter for the next whatever. Well, he they, he had a really good preseason. Yeah. Um and he's just had some plays. He's a that dunk athlete. on Josh Hart, and it was that what was like, that? He just punched right on him. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. He he looks talented, man. Lillard's career career low for a game was four points, which happened in 2021. Okay, so that that happens though. It reason six points for people who are kind of confused why we're like such an because even if he shoot shot two for twelve, usually a star like that goes to free throw line. Yeah, the game before for for example, he had 17 free throws. Right, so that could have that's a, a, probably just a weird game. But yeah, they're gonna be really good. You know, I mean, they got to figure it out. It's probably going to take them 10, 15, 20 games. It might even take them longer. Right. I think we're forgetting that the two best players in a team have played a couple games together. It takes time. We're, we're comparing them to the Celtics, and their two best players have played together for After years and no, years. And this was a late trade. Right. Like, they didn't have all summer to link and connect and, like, get to know each other yeah. and work out together and, like, get an idea of what the system is going to be like. like. Like, Dame thought he was going to South Beach. Probably had his mind up that way. This trade happens. He's there, like he's already, you know what I mean? Like that's a lot. So. That's another guy who, by the time this pod comes out, they play the Heat tonight, and I'm sure he'll have another about that, game, watch that play, game. Yeah, play unbelievable. And by the time this comes out tomorrow, we're gonna be like, wow. where's the game at? In Miami? Ah, uh, has to be because they've already had two home games. Yeah, starting out three at home would be nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, damn, that'll be a fun game to go to. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely watch that. Uh, another team in the East. The Sixers, Tyrese Maxey, definitely going to be an all-star this year, especially with Listen, James out. the best – I don't even want to talk about this anymore, man. We're not talking about James. I want to talk about the Tyrese Maxey No, but the best thing for him, the best thing for him right now is yeah. to be out there without James. And that's not a slight to James. James is a really good player. But James is a guy who needs a ball in his hands. And, like, for Tyrese to grow and, like, really be a player that can, like, you know, maximize his potential. Like, if you're Daryl Morey right now, you have – this young talent, I, I, it's tough, man. He's in it because his roster says win now, man. He don't have a lot of young talent, bro. It's PJ Tucker's and Pat Beverly's. By the way, how about Kelly Oubre? Tobias Harris? Kelly Oubre, he's been cooking. We like that sign too. Yeah, yeah, right when it came out, we were both like, first yeah, off, we were, last year. Yeah, was twenty last year. He even said that in an interview. I saw an interview with Oubre, and they're like, "Yo, you have Shams." I think Shams. He, he did an interview with him. It was like, "You averaged twenty last year, man." He's like, "Was it was this summer just kind of like what was going on?" Right. He was like, "It was." weird he's like i felt betrayed he was like i went to the summer like we were happy like me and my family are celebrating i just averaged a career high in points 20 points per game you know there's only a hand of select full of guys who average 20 a game right you know what i mean and i'm i couldn't even get that minute i couldn't get a deal that's crazy that, that's that's how crazy it's this- just because of that year with golden state it's that one year with golden state that changed everyone's mind about him i think yeah yeah that didn't help but yeah, he's talented and he's shown already in Philly that was a complete steal. He's played his ass off. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Kelly Oubre doing his thing in Philly. But that roster says win now, though. So, you know, at this point, you probably do throw James out there just because, like, you don't have a lot. I mean, it's Tyrese Maxey and you got Springer and a couple other guys, Paul Reed. Did you, you see Springer's block the other night, pinning against the backboard? Whoa. He's had like three of them. He blocked Dame, too, on a lob. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a freak out. Your athlete. brother who worked for the Sixers told me before this guy has like all defense potential. Like he's locked down. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey won Player of the Week last year. For, I mean, uh, last week, first weekend in the NBA, he won Player of the Week. 
Yeah. So like, just just that is that is that is that the NBA screwing it to James a little bit? Like, oh, you want to sit out, or this is what's happening? Yeah, you're, you're the, the guy next to you just got played. But that you know what though, like it's just like that's they're in a tough spot because I, hey, by the way, that that epitomizes what the NBA is. If you're not going to do it, there's a younger guy that's going to come in and do this it. This is what we talked about the other day, right. and like I even saw people were mad that we said this. I, I, we didn't mean it as slight to James. That, that's for every player who thinks they're more important than what they are. There's like five guys that the league needs, and really, I'll even narrow that list down to like two, three. Like a Steph LeBron. Like those are guys, a Kevin Durant, you know. But even then, bro, with the exception of them, these guys who like are moving around, like they could just, you know, bro, there is a younger guy that I'm telling you. And they'll forget all about you. And Tyrese Maxey's a talented-ass player. First weekend, player of the week, bro. The problem with that is like when James comes back, you know, their team will be better because James is a good player. Uh, it will affect Tyrese though. It just I would will. just love if James could just run a, like a more of a pure point. Yeah, I, maybe he can though. He can. I mean, he has the passing ability. There's no doubt he can. I just don't know if he's going to do that. I, I saw a especially stat. after not getting the contract he wanted. This guy's coming in here to get some. He he, he gonna get paid. <laughs> I saw a stat that Tyrese led the NBA in touches per game. So that's obviously going to change. Yeah, that's what that's my point. Right. It's going to change from here on out. Like it's not going to be. The, the Maxi Embiid show. It's it's hard Embiid and Maxi. You're like a guy who we're gonna throw in there. Like you're gonna be out there getting your looks when you can. It's just two different things, man. And yeah. he's done this multiple years in a row now. I mean, he's just like, come on, man. You know what I mean? I've been patient. I've gotten better. Like I'm sure he's ready to kind of like explode and right. level up. But their roster doesn't say young talent. We're gonna play through you guys. And if we you know we lose, we'll lose. We're we're gonna be better. Their roster says, we're trying to go to win a championship now. You got P.J. Tucker, who's 38 years old, 39 years old. You got Pat Beverly. You got Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, James Harden. And when you're a young guy like that, do you look around the league at guys that are similar to you and see, for example, he's probably seen Jordan Poole in the Wizards, and he's like, man, he just has the ultimate green line to do whatever he wants. And he's obviously playing with James Harden Matt, and Maxie Joel Embiid. Jordan Poole. Maxie probably sees a guy like Jordan Poole, someone that people, you know. No, I agree with you. I'm and they're you. saying, like, I'm playing with – you know, Joel Embiid MVP last year and James Harden who led the NBA in assists. This is my situation. If I was on the, the Wizards well, like this Poole, year, like Jordan Poole. Poole's in the same situation uh, West Coast-wise. Yeah. It's probably even worse. Right. I mean, and then he, he gets was, to go to the Wizards and now it's kind of like now ultimate it's like free LA. But it's almost too free. You want me that? Do you really want to? Do you want to go somewhere? When you say too free, is it because he shot that three and turned around when it missed? Well, no, that's, that's That was just, crazy. Why does that only work for Steph? I, I don't even think I've ever... I've never <laughs> LeBron even, did it in the bubble. He did do it in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, that's Jordan, though, man. Like Jordan's like the epitome of like those clips of like he'll have a clip where he does something and looks completely ridiculous, and then he'll come back to the next clip and do some nutty shit, like some you know hezzy hezzy sidestep three. Well, I'm still hanging on to that. The, the, the Knicks highlights. The Knicks, Knicks in the preseason. The, the Knicks pump fake and then drop the ball back, go behind the three and, and launch it. Like, bro, is just he is nasty. The one thing I've always admired about JP is like he he does just go for it. He just goes for it, and right. he has fun out there, and he's loose, and people can make their memes and jokes about him. But he's averaging twenty something a game. Like, who cares? He's, he is really talented. Would you take him or Maxi? Just curious. I'm going Maxi. Yeah. Just because you know what? It's it's unfair. It's unfair, but for the re- I yeah, so I just I trust him more. Is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know, but I feel you. I, it's close, but I probably go Maxi. Um, last night, speaking of celebrations, there were two celebrations in the NBA. One of them was Joel Embiid doing the D, what D, D generation X after the play where he I hate it. 
<laughs> that was like out of body experience celebration. He's done that multiple times. Oh, really? He did that last year, like three or four times. Yes. That that what is? That? I I first off I I don't like it, and I don't enjoy seeing him do it. <laughs> He's too large of a human being to be just moving his body and gyrating in that type. Of <laughs> makes you uncomfortable. It, it doesn't make me comfortable at all watching it. And he's always like, he's so heavily tiptoed forward when he does it. It looks like he's going to fall over because he's doing it so hard. And it's always. And you got just, a guy doing it to you in Skechers. I mean, just think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to think about this for a second. Imagine having the guard Joel Embiid and you just got 35 poured on your head. Which, by the way, he killed it last night too. And this guy's wearing Skechers and just just dry humping the air after he gets an and one on you. Like, what, what are you supposed to do? By the way, I thought Steph's reaction. <laughs> That's the next reaction we're going to go to. That was mad disrespectful. Macaulay Culkin? I thought it was comedy. Well, the play was. In well, first off, the play was just disgusting. Yeah. He had Dylan doing the damn electric slide. Things were going so well for Dylan, too, man. He's been playing good. Dylan actually had a good game. Yeah. Or I don't know his stat, but I, he guarded him well. He had 24 points, guys. He just had a big fourth. He went yeah. nuts in the fourth. He had like four threes. He was quiet the whole game. Yeah, but when you jump at a three twice, no, and it's the way he <laughs> jumped. Why? Why does he look so goofy? Yeah, like, like yeah. Dylan has this. Like, he's kind of like he's kind of like goofy a little bit. I mean, he, no one. I mean, I'm again. He can hoop. We're not questioning that. But yeah, once he scored thirty nine on USA, I don't think we're. I don't even know if we're allowed no, to talk about you're it. Not allowed to, you can't say anything bad about him. Anymore. Yeah, he's already proven his worth. Uh, but uh, no, nah, he like hit him with the cross originally, right? And then came back again with it. I got hit with that same crossover bro because he loves to come off the three he loves coming up the right side and then he'll come off that 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 side pick and roll and like a little drag action mm-hmm. super quick and if he has a little air room that that three is going up he shoots it better going left off a three than he does going right he's always going to his left man everything a lot i mean he could go both ways you know around the perimeter this is nuts <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ i gotta get a hold of myself Bang, tossed around, goes both ways. I, 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 this is the ring. What is this? The, what, did you see the Timberwolves Brazil video? Of what, the, was what was that? <laughs> nightmares of that. Well, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything. How so, long did you watch it before you kept scrolling? Well, I didn't know what was happening. At first, it looked like he was like just performing on this person. And then, and then the, the, the next the next thing you know, he's like, it's like still in the guy's yeah, mouth. Yeah, he's eating. taking his time with it. Like, why <laughs> why isn't he just, just, why couldn't you have just ate it in like such a clean wolf style? Like, don't play with your food type of but thing. But why couldn't it just be like, like, like a, and have like the wolf sound, like right. a little, like a little bite sound. And sure, cool. sure. He was just like, <laughs> just like, what is going on? Who even okayed this? What? Like, do you understand someone was tweeting? Like, someone someone tweeted that. Yeah. And, like, someone made that and, like, thought this is okay to watch and okay to look at. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that, that was uncomfortable. It was hard to look at that or Joel's celebration. <laughs> the the wolf one was just disturbing. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I just I, – every time I saw it on my feet, I just quickly yeah, scrolled same, by. Like, I didn't same. want it to linger around. I just didn't want to It was around. a one-time thing for me. I, I, I didn't want to see it again. <laughs> Um, but no, that that Steph play, he hit him with the same cross that I I one time I forgot which game it was. This is a couple of years ago. He's on the right side. I know he wants to come, you know, over that pick, fire the deep three. I know what he wants. He goes that way and just quick cross, brother. I was. That's probably the only. That's probably one of the worst crosses I've had in the league. There's two of them. James got me once on a step back, and then that's probably second. Yeah. That one with with Steph, bro. I I was leaning. I had to like really get my balance. <laughs> uh, so to see that happen last night twice, he did it to him twice in the same play, and then the pump fake. 
this guy was just flying all over the place. But Steph knew what he did too with that celebration. No, that's, why, that's why he was like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. How does Houston look? What's their record? 0 oh, 3. They lost to Wemby too. Wemby had a great game. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Those highlights were crazy. And obviously, and Wemby last night, they got killed by the Clippers by 30 or something or 40, but he didn't have a great game. But the game against the Rockets, spin move baseline on Jabari. That was nuts. That was crazy. Yeah. The alley catching a reverse. Yeah, he, he looked That's yeah. just unfair. Yeah. Uh, that's the one experience this year. I think you're going to get a game where he's the year or is Chet can Chet didn't Chet have seven blocks the other day. Yeah. Chet, yo, buddy's going to make it difficult for him. I'm not going to lie to you. That's going to be a battle because he's and the way he thinks of himself in terms of his confidence. I don't know if you're just watching Chet play. Like he's like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm like the best now on our team. He's like, Shay's the guy, but I'm, I'm next. Right. Like he feels that way. Like he, 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 he plays that way. He talks that way. When he gets the ball, you can see like some of the guards looking like, that dude was like dribbling and up, like, bro, I, I'm, I'm going. Just run with me. Yeah. I love it. They got yeah. their first loss last night to the Nuggets, and Jokic after the game said he needs to get a little fatter. Yeah, he could gain weight. There's yeah, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, but There's no doubt about it. Just for injury prevention and just being able to you, guard. You think and, he has to gain weight to be absolutely. better? Absolutely. I don't think it's like a necessity for him to play well. He's already playing extremely well, and he's skinny. I don't want him to gain 30, 40 pounds, man. I like how you don't li- want anything that changes your game. No, nah, exactly. I like how light he is. There is like also uh, uh, an ability you get being that skinny. Like you, you're kind of hard to body, hard to grab just because you, you know, you're, you're wiry. You're kind of just, you're just more loose that way. Like it was, I always felt that way about Jamal Crawford. It was so hard to like be physical with him and guard him because he was so light. He was skinny. He's, you know, he's just kind of elusive like that, you know, got through pick and rolls. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like Chet, although he's not a guard, he's just kind of quirky and awkward that way, being that skinny, you know, being that, you know, honestly, you know, that long, you know, he's, he's what, how tall is he? He's seven, seven. You know, whatever it is, man. He's just, he's a freak. And, uh, you know, I normally think he, I would say historically guys will gain weight as they get older, but KD showed that that isn't necessarily what No, no, you don't have to. KD's a little different. He's special. But I mean, so is Chet, though. Shit. His ability and talent is through the roof. I, I, I would like to see like 15, 10, 10 to 15. Yeah. Just on the upper body, lower body. Yeah, I'd say 15 to 20, actually. Maybe 10, maybe 5, 10 pounds, you know, lower body, and then everything else up top. Most of it just up top in arms. Just so he can like, like when he's guarding a Jokic, guarding this guy, he can just hold his own a little bit more. Going to the basket when he gets those touch fouls, he's probably finishing a little bit even even better. You yeah. know what I mean? Probably shoot even better from three, a little bit more strength. Um, I do think the picture of him and Wemby being co rookie of the year would be really cool and iconic. These two seven foot something guys being co co rookie of the year that would be really cool if they both get it. They could share it. I mean, if he's playing at this rate, seven blocks is insane. And they said he's like shorted one. Someone said he's he should have had eight or something like that. Yeah, he yeah. tweeted something like NBA. Please go review the tape. Hey, I'm not really you. a stats I, guy, but I work my ass off for that. Yeah, go get it right. Right. Uh, I want to get into the Pistons young duo. We talked about them a little bit yesterday. They uh, obviously Cade Cunningham's. Just, he looks like he might be an all star this year. Yes, Cade looks good. But who is that other dude? Jalen Dur- uh, Duran. Buddy's going yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's nineteen years old. Yeah, he's going. He's talented as shit. Yeah. He's athletic as a motherfucker. Yeah. that dude is. He's you told me your, your brother who works for the Pistons. You told me in the summer he, he was kept talking, talking about, about him. Yeah. he was like, "Yo, this dude is just like he is just." He said he's such a freak athlete, man, and yeah. he plays with a motor. And he plays with like a level of aggression, finishing at the rim, dunking, like just kind of does a little bit of everything. He's like, he is a game changer. Obviously, you hear about this stuff in the summer and you're like, dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, he can't even win most improved because he's 19. Uh, most improved, like, you know what I mean? It's not even a thing. I don't think that's, especially in your second year, 
you're not really eligible for that. And even Cade, who was the number one pick and then hurt last year, but averaged 25 and five when he played. Yeah. I don't think he could even get most improved, but Cade could be an all-star this year. Yeah, he's he's really tough. Yeah, and the Thompson twin they have too is playing well. But he's we talked about Cade in that USA basketball time this past summer. They said he was dominating the scrimmages. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Pistons, Pistons have some bright, bright, uh, bright stars. Yeah, we don't really talk about them when we talk about the, they, they get the lost. They get lost in the in the in the haystack, man. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're kind of like you know one of those teams that isn't looked at as a playoff team. They're not looked at as a win now team. And then just in terms of their previous years of drafting, no one has really said, man, they are, they're they're like the Thunder or they're, or they're like uh, this team or the Magic or yeah. whatever. Like oh, they got these young stars. T- They've kind of kind of gone by the wayside. A lot of that has to do with Cade just being hurt. Yeah. So like their best, the biggest one hasn't been available. With Cade out there now, um, and some of these other assets they have, they still need. Well, if Cade's at the level that people think he can get to, it it's they're going to be good. You know yeah. what I mean? That, and it all revolves around him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't think they're going to get another number one pick again. I think they're going to be decent enough to miss the number one pick. Hopefully, yeah. And they got Monty there. Like you yeah. know, Monty's great with. I think the younger the team, the better Monty does. I think Monty thrives with with youth. I really do. Like, I think Money Williams would be an insane college coach. I really do believe that. He'd be like yeah. a top-tier NCAA college coach. Right. There's some guys that are like that, right? Yeah. You got a Calipari who was with the Nets, and yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back where I can have a little more control. Yeah, and he was great. On. He's great for it. Right. Like, I think that's how Money is. So I think with a young NBA team, Money's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he'll do really well with them. And it's needed. They needed a little bit of a culture change over there, and that's what Money was paid big bucks to do. Um, so we'll see what happens. All right, Austin. Most teams are – you know, three games into the season, the Suns are well into load management already. How disappointed are you that we just haven't been able to see Bradley Beal play? We watched Book play once. You know, KD's kind of having to take over. It's just, I thought they were making rules to avoid the load management. Uh, yeah, that seems like that's already just been thrown out. Right. I saw um, Joel was going to miss the home opener, and it looked like he got bullied on social media into playing, and he played well. But when they announced that he was doubtful or something, he might miss the home opener. People went nuts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long that's gonna. I mean, what 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 can you? How do you how do you govern that? Yeah, how, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. how do you how do you know who's... They're like, yeah, with NBA's gonna say Bradley Bill's not hurt. And he, then, he's like, yeah, I can't play. I'm hurt. Not, you know, force me to play because right. you know, force me to hurt. Like, how do you how do you govern those rules? And you can't. Yeah, and that's why it'll never change. That's why Kawhi said, "I'm not playing any games if I'm not healthy." He's like, "I." I'm hurt. I'm not playing. Yeah. So I, I don't know with that stuff, man. You know, this isn't the '90s, man, where guys were really just taught to pay play through you know all injuries. Now, like guys are like right thumb sprain, right thumb something out for two weeks. You're like two weeks. Yeah. I played. I remember playing through that in AAU, like because we all been there. You know what I mean? But yeah, everybody's different. I don't know. I, Speaking of Kawhi, did you see his reaction when Westbrook missed that game winner against the Jazz? Yeah, I just he missed the shot before that, and then Westbrook gets the offensive rebound. And did you not see it? I feel like you didn't see it. I did. Yeah, he like he was like on one knee while he was shooting. Still, yeah, he was just like I felt. I felt bad for Russ. I was like, not this again, where people are like blaming him. Like, he's got the rebound. I don't think for he that. was. I don't think he was. He uh, just went down his knee while he was still shooting. I think it's because he knew he took the shot that he didn't want. I don't think it had anything to do with Russ. Okay. Yeah, Russ got That's a rebound. One way to look at it too. Okay. Yeah, Russ got the rebound with like a second left. And See it, how I let Twitter like yeah in my mind yeah. that Kawhi. Like. I don't think he was doing it like that. I, from me watching that clip, it you know Russ got that rebound, ran out and tried to just launch a three up. You know, I'll, Kawhi I think was mad that he was for it was a nasty possession. Yeah. The guy was kind of pressuring him a little bit. He didn't get the space he wanted. Tried to get to a spot, had to throw it to somebody, get it back. 
And then it ended up taking like a force three. And I think he was like, man, that is not the shot I wanted. Yeah. I think that's what he was doing. But that's okay. what they do with Russell. They'll like take a clip like that and like social right. media will be like, and I bought it. Ka- I, Kawhi, Kawhi, yeah, look, he bought, <laughs> bought like, Kawhi, Kawhi's mad. Russell shot the shot. Like, bro, there wouldn't have been a shot if Russell didn't get the fucking rebound. Right. <laughs> you know, Russell wouldn't got a rebound and ran to go try to hit a three. That's how I always felt about the J.R. Smith thing. Should he have known absolutely the time and score? Yes. That is the ridiculous. That's the funny part of it all, right? Yeah. But let's not forget, George Hill missed the fucking free throw. No one ever. And no one talks that. about that. No he one. didn't make the free throw. No or one that, talks or about that, it. Or that they went to overtime and had and, five and, more minutes. And they had five more minutes in overtime. But like everybody they were defeated powered, by that. Everybody was defeated mentally. It was not, you know, JR also got the fucking offensive rebound off a right. free throw. You know what I mean? Like the mistake only happened because there's a missed free throw and because he got the rebound. And then he messed up time and score. And how he messed up was he ran out to go look for the be- – he was looking to get the ball to to LeBron and them. He was trying to do right. Yeah. He just should have known time and score. Because if he would have went and launched a three and missed it, everybody, why didn't you give it to LeBron? Right. So he ran out not knowing, like kind of like just trying to figure out what the time – and again, that's where he messed up. But like it's so funny like how the media and like – not the media but just social media, they will like – choose a narrative and like run with it and then like because you have your average you know american who doesn't know the in this, in this instance i'm the average american yeah, but I was you, watching. You, you see it on twitter and Instagram. Like, oh, well, look, look, well man i don't like that guy russ he's over there hitting you know shooting bad shots and da, 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 da. like that that's how simple this shit is yeah that's what's taught me not to take social media so serious anymore like i commented on something the other day because these people were saying stuff about me and i like commented on it and i felt terrible about myself after and i didn't i wasn't nasty i wasn't mean What'd they say? It was, no, it was just like, you know, uh, stuff with me and my dad, blah, blah, blah. The typical, usual, just BS. And I responded. Oh, was like, it, they said that you signed with ESPN because of your dad? Yes. You did ESPN games last year when your dad was coaching. That, that's that's why I was like, this is so silly. But you got to let guys like me battle, I, but you can't I, I do it. I did ESPN this summer before my dad even signed there. I was yeah, doing yeah. ESPN, bro. I did ESPN shit last. I was doing all type of shit with them. Like, what yeah. the fuck Maybe you got a doctor job. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so I was just like, bro, what? And then I, my, whole, my whole comment was basically like, y'all pick and choose what like father, son's y'all embrace and love and think it's dope. And then when it comes to like Doc Rivers, Austin Rivers, there's like this negative, and I'm not saying all of it. It's, I'd say it's 50-50. We get a lot of people who appreciate and like love us and, and appreciate us, whatever. I don't even know how to word that. And then there's like this other side. It's like, oh, it, it just has such a negative, like, it's just so silly. It's right. like, and it's just like, bro, people like, yo, Forget my time with the Clippers, bro. Like I've been doing this for 12 years. And no, I never made an all-star, but I've managed to play in the NBA and be a role player and change my entire game to being a role player. A lot of guys can't do that. A lot of scores that come in the league as scores and can't ever make it as a score, those dudes go overseas, bro. Right. I had to alter my game and become like a, a fucking role player. My entire career I was a role player. And like people had this idea of me being a you know a superstar. And once that didn't happen, now I'm, I'm a. Why don't we just get down to the the, the meat and bones of it? ESPN wouldn't sign you because they signed Doc. That's not the reason. Like it's, it's just <laughs> so, so you know what? we're gonna bring Austin on the roster. Why? Because he's Doc's son. Yeah, that just makes why, no why sense. Why is anybody else son on, on there? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, it's like bro. That. And also, it's like I, I I played for however long, did whatever long, high school, college, blah 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 blah. It's just like so funny that like but they pick and choose who and what. I'm just like, bro. But you and I both know you can't respond. You're I, not you to. can't. It's tough. It's it, tough, bro. So you know what's the crazy thing is right. I'm getting all I get I'm getting these comments. I comment my comment. People are just like, 
you know, hey man, I was just kidding, man. Don't even worry about what I'm saying, bro. You, you know, you, you know, you, 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 you're, you know, I've watched your games, bro. I'm just like, bro, why would you? That's I felt so stupid, bro. I felt so dumb for commenting that. I should probably go back and delete it, but fuck it, it's too late at this point. No, don't delete but, it after the fact. Well, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. People listen to this and then they know I went back and deleted it. <laughs> uh, whatever, man. Anyways, yeah, that's. Um, uh, how do we even get here? I'm lost. Well, speaking of social media, did you see that clip of Joe Smith, former number one pick in the NBA, 1995 pick? What the fuck is that? What was that? He found out his wife was on OnlyFans. But it was like they said it was like a. She was doing it like a to get more followers. It was on like OnlyFans? a promotional thing. Not he didn't find it funny, but she was doing. So he, but was so without a skit, or do you think he was genuinely upset? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't unless he's a really good actor. It, it doesn't look like a skit on his part because he don't look like he was joking. <laughs> But she was like, like, why – you're first off, she's a goofy. You're, you're a goofy. I, I don't give a fuck how people feel about that. You're, you're, he's a grown man and she's a grown woman. She's not 21 years also, old. Also, the way man. she was talking was she was implying there were some issues like financially or something. She was like, well, I got to go back out there and do it. Like, it's she's like, like I got to go out there and help us out. I'm yeah. just like, bro, I don't and know. you're filming it? And you're, you putting your financial stuff out there like that, like you're in need of this, is wrong. You outing your husband and putting him in a way where you're making him look very vulnerable and talking about something very personal over a camera. Just think, this woman recorded this, had it on her phone, and posted it. Then, like she, she could have. Like I'm, I'm hoping they were both in on it. And it like was kind I'm of like hoping a thing it to too. More I'm, I'm fan, hoping. More I'm hoping fans. he was in on it. I don't give a fuck if they're in on it or not. That's goofy shit. Why is your wife on OnlyFans, fam? Yeah, that's goofy behavior. Hell no. That's not an option. There's no, there's no like maybes or what ifs or what. There, there's this. That's not even possible, bro. How Seriously. would you react if that happened to you? If I found out my fiance was on OnlyFans, brother, I would shake her hand. I'd say best of luck. I would come in here in the closet and I would start packing. And I'm not talking about my shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's as simple as I can make it. I wouldn't fight. I wouldn't quarrel. Obviously, I'd be sick to my stomach and my feelings would be fucking hurt. I, I, I'm not one of those guys. I don't care about, I, I don't know who Joe's girl is or wife. I don't know about her past. I don't care. It's none of my business. It's nobody's business. I care about how you act in the moment and how you are representing me, my family. And I do care about someone's past if there's like red flags. If it's like, you know, I'm not out here going to go date Brittany, you know, what's her name? Uh, Renner? Yeah. Like the girl who's like always out doing stuff like, I don't, I'm not. I hate that I knew that, by the way. <laughs> it's a new day, man. You know, it's a new day, bro. I'm not going to hold you to it. But that, 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 like, I'm not silly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm not Inspector Gadget either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not going to judge what he has going on over there because we don't know the ins and outs. I don't even know if they're both in on it. It has to be something promotional because it obviously got everybody talking and people are checking out her OnlyFans now. Because it's only two ninety nine to us, but when she's getting thousands of people playing two ninety nine or five ninety nine or ten ninety nine or whatever she's charging, she's making money. Right. So that's why I think it was promotional. Anything with OnlyFans and there's a camera, it's promotional for me. That's what I. That's what I think it is. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. As a normal guy, speaking from a place as you know where I'm coming from, if it's happening to Joe Smith, man, I got no. I got no shot. It's not like this is happening to former Maryland star, number one pick of the '96 draft. The Timberwolves lost all those picks for him, tampering. It's happening to him. 
Yeah. What chance do I have? Well, best of luck to Joe, man. Obviously, I don't know what their situation is. I don't know what his financial situation is. I just hope he's all well and doing his thing. Right. Um, obviously, he had a good career. He's, he's in that era of basketball that a lot of the new younger people probably don't even know about yeah. a guy like him. Um, but hopefully I, people aren't finding out who he is today and that's that's the thing right like now they're like who's this guy look at this guy like bro you don't even know like this guy had so many yeah. glorious moments as a basketball player just through the college ranks and even in his moments as the NBA uh, that it sucks that like right now in terms of his him being rel- like relative it's, it's also it's, it'll be gone tomorrow it will be gone yeah. but it's just silly and it's like you don't want to see if that wasn't if that was real like we're like he didn't know and she was doing that like what is she like? Is she Jada Pinkett? Like, what is this? It's like Jada Pinkett Smith out there. Just like she's the only thing. She's she's the first woman I've seen that's worse. Yeah, that, that, I mean that that's like the first woman I've seen that's worse. That Jada Pinkett Smith shit with Will was just people watched that and their skin crawled. Even women were like, "Yo, Jada, this is just like this is not cool, bro." It's I don't even want to get into it because it makes me sad. Will Smith was a hero growing up. That's that's the most. It makes me so angry. Yeah, about that. That's what makes me. I don't even want to get into that too much, but. I'll just say this quickly. It gets me so angry that when you think of Will Smith now, you kind of think of that slap or you think of the Jada stuff. And it's like, yeah, yo, this won, dude- That was supposed is, to be the best night of his life. He won an Oscar for best male actor. He won an Oscar that, that night. supposed to be the best night of his life. He just he won an Oscar for, that yeah. night. No one even knows about him winning an Oscar. Yeah. Instead, it was about that. And then like the Jada stuff gets like, it's like, yeah. bro, this dude's a fucking icon, man. Like this guy was a rapper. Uh, 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 when I when I when I say a, an actor, I mean that's just underselling it, man. We're talking about this dude's Mr. Studio hit, man. Men in Black, Independence Day. You know what I mean? Then he had, and he could also act. You know, you know how big of a deal seven. he was. There was an interview with Shaq and Kobe um, a few years ago. Bad and boys. It was like their one on one, and Kobe Shaq goes, "Remember what you told me, Kobe." Uh, when we first got in the league, you said you wanted to be the Will Smith of the NBA. That's how big Will Smith was probably back then. You know, nineteen ninety six. And that's what Kobe said he wanted to be like. So that's, right, no, he was, that's the Will Smith. He was the man, bro. Yeah. Good looking dude, had everything. Beautiful family, like the yeah. whole nine yards. And then this stuff with him and his wife is just like, that shit was just, it's just sad. It just goes to show you that like success is never final and failure is never fatal. And, you know, it, there's always tomorrow, no matter what you're doing, whether you're on the highest of highs or lowest of lows, man, you just got to keep your head down and just keep on chugging away, bro. Because especially with social media, man, it takes, you know, just a couple moments, man, for someone to just formulate an opinion about you. And again, it's not final. Like you said, that Joe Smith stuff, it'll be old news in two weeks. He'll, he he could do something else. Sooner. Yeah, yeah I mean, sooner than that. It'll be over by next week. He could right. do something else the following week, maybe, that could just totally wipe away anything like that. So uh, that's a lesson of the day, man. Get a little quote, right? Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, all right. <laughs> so Kim Kardashian has skims as the official. <laughs> yeah, let's switch gears. I had, I had this down on my notes. I have to bring it up. No, well, quite the transition, man. Yeah, I had to. It's Skims is the official underwear of the NBA. What does that mean? So you tell me. Are I don't guys, know. Is there a team issued underwear? No, that you have to wear? no one wears the end. There's no, like, players aren't walking around with the same draws. <laughs> Fucking weird, bro. I don't even know what that means. The official underwear of the NBA. Yeah. It seems like it was just a promotional stunt for right. the NBA. Because like it's not like they're handing out Skims underwears and guys are gonna be walking around in Skims. How sweet is what is hey, yo? <laughs> yeah, your sister told me, or she actually tweeted out to someone. She said Skims. She's the most comfortable thing she's ever put on. So maybe guys. No, are no, be no. You know, I just talked to this, some um, 
girl I was talking to the other day was talking about skims. And she's like, I have skim stuff. I have to admit it. I was like, what's wrong with that? She's like, everybody just is like, oh, skims. Oh, apparently it's awesome. And, and she goes, but it's like the nicest shirt I've ever had. And I've washed it like seven times. And it's just like, looks like I bought it yesterday. She goes, I love it. I was like, oh, shit. So now me hearing that from you as well, she clearly has a good product. Uh, and again, she should know. She's been around the business and just like, even like her years with Kanye, probably learning cloth and like material and factories or where to produce that stuff. I mean, Kanye's like the king of that stuff. Right. Uh, she's probably learned just her fair share, just of everything. So I think it's dope. It's a good promotion uh, for both leagues. She has a whole different demographic of like followers and following. Having her tagged with anything with the NBA, although her family's pretty synonymous with, with the NBA. In, in, oh, oh uh, that's man. not even a slight. That's that's a that's you. It is a. It, I don't know what it is. It's just a fact. I don't know why you're looking at me crazy. I'm not looking at you crazy. I'm not talking shit. They have dated NBA players, multiple of them, all of them, besides Courtney, for what we know. I, I, don't, I don't know. She's she married to Travis Barker now. They're dead. Yeah, I think they're not married or they're like dating or something like that. Yeah, I just, I'm not going to get on By a the way, I saw we talk bad about Taylor Swift and the Kardashians because we're just going to be, uh, we're, we're going to be off the, we're going to be off the planet. Do you know what you do? What do I do? You'll take a comment and you'll turn it negative. I said her family is already synonymous with the NBA anyways because they've dated basketball players. And you go, oh, oh, Why does it, I mean, oh. if you add that you with took the, it negative. If you add that with the Taylor Swift comment, it's like, what are we, no, no, what, no, no, do you no, want to go Beyonce's well, beehive? Like, what are we doing? Well, no, 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 no. I didn't say anything negative about the Kardashians. All yeah. I said is that they have dated NBA players and they are synonymous with basketball. Khloe Kardashian dated Lamar Odom. She dated Chris Humphreys. Right. Or no, no, no Kim, Kim did. did yeah. Married. Married. And, and obviously Kendall has dated you know, a, a multiple uh, NBA players. So, like, that's I don't even. It's not a bad thing. That's just what it is. Can you like relax, bro? I'm doing my best. You're trying to get me canceled. You're no, trying, I'm, you think I'm taking. You're, I'm yeah, you're it? trying to get us canceled. No, no. I don't want anything with the Swifties. Seeing them, just no, thank you. There's too many of them. <laughs> We're outnumbered, bro. I'd be yeah, swinging for my life, bro. All right, I want to end this pod on a sentimental note. I saw recently Jermaine O'Neal was on a podcast, and he was talking about. How there's nothing that can replace, you know, he's like, I miss the bus rides, the locker room talk, all that stuff. I want you to explain from a basketball player's perspective what that's like, you know, traveling the world, playing in front of thousands of people, and you're in locker rooms and stuff. Like, there's nothing in the world that can really even emulate that. You know, facts. There, there's really not. I mean, the, the closest thing is like a guide trip with your friends. Yeah. You know, like all of us going, getting in. Like, remember we went on a couple of like months ago, me and you, some friends got in a sprinter, went down to Miami. Like, the actual partying itself wasn't as fun as the actual ride. Well, the pregame is always better than the game. The, yeah, the pregame is always better than the game, right? So it's like the 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 drinks, the first couple of drinks, and we're all going through it together. We're all now getting a buzz. We're talking and laughing, and the anticipation and the excitement of this you know this crazy night. We have all this looking forward to. Once you're in it, you're like, yeah, like an hour left, and it's like it's done. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, everyone talks about New Year's Eve. No one talks about after midnight. Yeah, it's it's like, like, anticipation's everything. After that ball drops, it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get, get to here. work tomorrow. Uber. <laughs> Remember tomorrow, I got all those promises I just made. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go be this new me. I can't drink anymore. I, I gotta lose weight starting tomorrow. Like, wait, you only have two more months left to make a New Year's resolution. Do you have anything? I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. If you want to start something, start tomorrow. Why the fuck do you need to wait? Oh, for the first David Goggins of you right there. I can't stand it, bro. Uh, I have a New Year's resolution and I'm going to lose 50. Start tomorrow. Why are you waiting for just a calendar date for you to feel mentally compelled to go do something that you should already be doing for the best of your benefit today? Yeah. It's so silly. It's beyond like just – it's ridiculous. I hear this with my friends. Hey, man, I'm going to stop vaping. Um, 
uh, after uh, New Year's. Uh, why don't you start today? Vaping's gross. Stop doing it. I tell people all the time, all my friends who still do that, I go, you notice you never really see like a 50-year-old vape. It's always like a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old right. with a little pen, little thing. I go, do you wonder why you don't see a 50-year-old or 60-year-old do it? Because A, it's extremely unhealthy and B, they look stupid. Like, when you see like a 50-year-old or 60-year-old with a vape, you're like, broski, what the hell do you got going on? It's not a good look. And I'm sure people are listening to this right now, vaping. <laughs> just vaping and listening to the just pod. Just vaping and listening to the pod. I'm just kidding, man. Listen, do, do, your, do, do what makes you happy. I, 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 yeah, but get back to what you were saying. There is nothing like, like I always I always think about players go from playing in front of thousands of people that high of hitting a big shot and the crowd going nuts or a playoff game. Like I never answered your question, did I? Yeah, I, I want to know, like, what? There's just you don't get that after. How do no, you, you, you? That's a drug. Yeah, you know I, I mean? like I said, the closest thing you get is a uh, Zagat trip. Yeah. And those moments you have, the camaraderie, but in terms of like emulating the NBA, traveling, and all of you are in this like pressure cooker together, like having to perform, and like it's the little moments in between that you you do miss. It is the the flights that are canceled, and you're stuck on the plane for two hours. You guys are playing cards, and you know just listening to music, and guys are gossiping, and you know we're all talking about the same stuff: basketball, and a car, or or investments, or girls, and then more girls, yeah. <laughs> and 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 the so on and so forth, right? Uh, you definitely miss those type of things. And I think you miss it the most, like Jermaine, and I, I can't speak for him, but because a lot of those moments you take for granted and you actually don't end up like building a lot of friendships with NBA players. They're just like relationships. You have your friends that you come from, right? Like everybody in the NBA has like their friends already, like their boys, their homies. And then their NBA players are like their work friends. Occasionally you'll work with someone that could be a really, really good friend because you guys like hit it off. Right. You know what I mean? But most of the time, it's like, you know, it's just like this momentary friendship, even if you're really cool with them. And then once you're not in the team anymore, you like, you notice you don't talk to that guy anymore because you're not in the same city. So when you retire or when you're done playing, like those friendships, those moments, those energies you have, like, they're just like gone. You know what I mean? And like, you're not surrounded anymore. And like, you don't have even the friendship the leftover from it a lot of times. That's the exciting thing about you signing with ESPN is, uh, from everything I heard, former players that go there, it's kind of, you get that kind of like locker room feel back where you'll see Richard Jefferson or Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, you kind of talk stuff before. And you're going to get that vibe again. So it is nice. Like you, you want to be in, you know, and obviously everyone knows I'm still trying to get signed, but Mm -hmm. regardless of the fact, man, whether it's, you know, this year or six years from now, when that ball stops bouncing, that energy and and being when i say in the light i don't mean being famous or or being in front of a camera i just mean like being in a situation where you have to perform you know what i mean and you're like going through with other people and they're counting on me malika's counting on me to make sure i say my line and make sure i tee her up the right way or make sure i'm not saying the wrong things and she's relying on richard and richard's relying on her like we have to like work together and obviously iggy dolly and all these guys kendrick perkins um, you know, who are there. So it, it's dope. You know, you kind of get some sort of, like you said, it's not the same as playing basketball, right. but you get some level you of You got to imagine like, yeah, Shaq and Charles Barkley and these guys are just having yeah, like man. so much fun. Yeah, it's they're, like, they're having yeah. a blast still. And it's like the only way, like where else can you get that? Where else, yeah. what type of job can you do that with, man? Like where else are you going to go work and still get to like have fun and be loose? And at the end of the day, what I'm there to do is talk about is what I love. And that's basketball. And that's like a blessing. You know, I, I've tried not to, it's been frustrating for me in this process because every night I turn on a game and I see a lot of guys and obviously I'm competitive. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm better than that guy. I'm better than that guy. I'm better than that guy. I can help them better than that. That's how I feel. Instead of like really also just understanding, listen, this is your situation right now. Like I said earlier in the, in the pod, success isn't final. Failure is not fatal. Got to keep your head up. Keep going. But like, bro, take a step back and just be thankful, man. Like 
you're at home, you're with your kids. I'm getting to see my kids every day and, and, and be with them and watch them grow during these special years as they're young. I got a job opportunity with ESPN. I get to work with you talking basketball twice a week. Like, bro, like just take a step back and just be grateful and yeah. just be thankful. Like this is what you got going on right now. And not only embrace it, but like build it and make it work. So uh, it's been fun, man. Uh, I try to hold on to that stuff for sure. That's awesome. I, that's a that's a great way to end the pod. I think that was a great. That, yeah, that, nice. You did good this week. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's exciting. We'll We're just starting. Wait, wait till I get cooked up for uh, <laughs> was it Thursday? Well, Friday? We, we just went up and down there a little bit. We talked about Will Smith and Jada, and it's nice to kind of do a soft landing there. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little turbulence throughout yeah, the pod. We ended it like that, like, man, treat Will better. Right? Just like, all right, guys, see you later. Uh, it was definitely an up, you know, bland chicken. <laughs> bland. <laughs> we were all over the place. I can't tell you how many moments I looked at you and you were like, yeah. Nice little soft landing there. Oh, wait, you're not going to wear skims either. You're a Lululemon. I am. Uh, I'm faithful to the Lululemon. Um, I think, the, where, the ones I have, they rip. And you know what someone told me one time? That you can take them back if they rip. I'm like, I'm not taking underwear back to Lululemon. It's, it's just like, yeah, these ripped. They're gonna be like, what you got going on? <laughs> why? Why is your under? Why is your underwear ripping? Yeah, someone recommended that to me because these like, are highly flexible. So if they're still ripping, brother. Like, get a new hobby. <laughs> I don't even know what you got going on. The skins do look comfortable. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. I'll try a pair. Maybe you should get some, do an unboxing, do the whole thing. Get I'll, on. I'll, I'll, I'm never. I don't ever like to be negative towards something until I try it. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if we're talking something as simple as underwear. You yeah. know what I mean? Like well, maybe every player will get some team issue. They probably will. Like send out sizes just because. You know yeah. what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's only 400 players. Yeah. It's 400 pairs of boxers, man. They're probably gonna make them. Probably cool. takes. Well, it's probably 400 dollars to make those things for all 400. Jesus. No, I'm saying, you know, no, I, I know what you mean. I'm not going to give them Nike, the Nike's cost. cost, like, what? I don't even know the cost of the actual sneaker it makes. And yeah. then they sell it for, like, you know, whatever. Notice I didn't say the other brand. Yeah. <laughs> I did like what Nike did with Loyal LeBron's to a shoe. Yeah. I did like what Nike did with LeBron's shoe, though, 20 year anniversary, the old school shoe. That was really cool. Whatever, man. I- I'm just so, I'm just so the other way now. Like, I, I, I have no, I have nothing with Nike. I'm just, I. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm an I'm a, I'm Adidas guy through and through. I'm an Adidas guy too, since you hooked me up with a couple of shoes. Well, yeah, you pretty much are at this point. Yeah, my whole crew is sponsored by Adidas. It's only Sambas and Gazelles everywhere we go. Are those one of them? No, these are these are old. These are Adidas, but these are old. Oh, those are nice. It's kind of grimy, actually. Um, yeah, good pod, man. All right, so I think we're gonna get some new cover art. You mentioned. New cover art, just because our logo right now currently is a bunch of floating basketballs and it says off guard and it's just very underwhelming. Um, but we have our producers and the great people at the ring are really helping us out and holding it down right now, working on some cover art for us just to jazz up. Uh, the Instagram's getting verified. You're getting verified. We got uh, social media handlers are going to help us push out way more of our videos and content, clip it up, put out more questions tweets tiktok youtube we're doing the whole thing this year it's going to be big what do you want the cover art to look like what's your vision i, I don't want to like this over- is your jerry lorenzo moment here what do don't you want do to do that <laughs> don't, don't 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 lebron anthony davis pass the try i don't want the pressure <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an artist so I, I don't even know how to even I, i'll say uh i want it to be just something subtle. clean subtle but also that kind of explains me a little bit we should get the you. same guys that design designed the new courts for the playing tournament very subtle loud obnoxious i'm just kidding <laughs> those things are ridiculous yeah. man yeah all right well we're on the new feed so everyone make sure you like follow subscribe rate yeah, five man. stars 
our own feed. Yeah, our own yeah. feed. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys go like and subscribe for real, man. We, uh, we're, we're trying to build up this pod. And, and honestly, the bigger that we get, the more we're going to be able to do, you know, even live pods, going places, you know, meeting our listeners, you know, actually engaging uh, and really just increasing that level of engagement. You know, the bigger, you know, this becomes, you know, the more serious it ends up just becoming. And we've already seen it grow in the six, seven months that we've been doing this or yeah. a year almost. Yeah, we soon. actually ate lunch yesterday and the people, the Jam Hot Chicken, big yeah. fans of the pod. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out to, to Jam Hot. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Jam Hot. Uh, and they talked about the pod. It seems like everywhere we go, someone's like, yo, no, I like the pod. Yeah. And those things actually mean a lot, you know, yeah. for real to, uh, to us. So, um, See y'all uh, Friday. This was dope. Y'all be easy.